They're not really funny as much as they are clever. Welcome to Geeks Without God with Molly Glover, Nick Glover, and Tim Wick. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. This week on Geeks Without God, we are taking a look at Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. It is a great new entry in the Spider-Man franchise, and uh, we are going to spoil the shit out of it. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. Welcome to Geeks Without God. I'm your host, Molly Glover, joined as always by my co-hosts, Nick Glover. Twip, twip. And Tim Wick. Twip, 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 twip. <laughs> so many thwips. A lot of thwips. You know why? Because there's too many Spider-Men. We are going across the Spider-Verse and talking about the movie Spider-Man, colon, across the Spider-Verse. <laughs> That's right. Uh, this is the sequel to the first animated Spider-Man movie, Into the Spider-Verse. So first we went in, now we're going across, and I'll let you know there's another one and we're going to go beyond. But we are talking about across today, so if you don't want spoilers, turn this off, go see the movie, and come back to it when you're ready. That's enough of a warning, I think. Let's yeah. talk spider stuff. The movie oh, is boy. fucking great. Uh, fucking let me great. Just, I'll Best. tell you, it was really great. If like, you have arachnophobia, uh, you know, maybe like just there's some parts that aren't great. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, that's that's fair. Everything, there's everything spiders. Usually with a Spider-Man movie, they do the beginning part. Like, oh, I got bit by a radioactive spider. I know. OK, I can close my eyes. This movie in particular had a, uh, a machine that descended from a hole in the ceiling like the worst scariest spider ever and then would grab you and pull you back up with its scary mm-hmm. robot legs mm-hmm. uncool <laughs> i mean cool idea but i did not like it you did not like it i i i, I didn't even i was thinking that that uh there would be parts that you would not enjoy uh for that reason and i didn't even think of that one it was um, just so it's just it's so creepy <laughs> i i think that these two spider-verse movies have been like just the best Spider-Man movies. Like I've really liked the new Marvel MCU stuff. I don't want to give the impression that I don't absolutely love those. Those have been great, but these two movies are just a pluses. Um, yeah. I mean, I was going to, I said when it, when it was over, when you think about uh, movie franchises that have, have kind of stretched a really long period of time, you know, and, and there you kind of Superman, Batman, Spider-Man. Mm. I think Spider-Man probably from a quality standpoint, is the best. Yeah. The highest success ratio. Because yeah, Spider-Man 1 and 2, really, really good. Spider-Man 3, eh. The Amazing Spider-Man movies, eh. Yeah. All three of the Marvel Spider-Man movies, really good. Yeah. The Spider-Man, the Spider-Verse movies, great. It's just like, there is something that the storytellers who are doing these movies are doing that, that they understand this character uh, and have done a really good job over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, the animation, I mean, I haven't re I should, I wished as we started watching it in the theater, I was like, ah, I should have rewatched the first one. Cause I, you know, I really wish I, I had just to compare sure. it, but like the animation in this one felt even more incredible to me. Yeah. Uh, particularly, uh, Hobie, the way they animated him so that he looked like punk zines and that yes. everything like he looked like he was cut out of magazines and like, like, and just, it was glued in Xerox. Yes. It was yeah. so cool. And, yeah. 
And it just, it was, this movie was more serious, I think, than Into the Spider-Verse, if for no other reason than because of the lack of Spider-Ham and some other kind of jokey characters that we saw. But like, the fo- it was still so, it was still so enthralling and good. It never felt like it was taking itself too seriously. The stakes were higher, but they didn't, it didn't feel like, well, we got to make the stakes higher because, you know, than the last mm-hmm. movie, we just naturally have to escalate. They just were higher. There was more you know, on the line, mm-hmm. man. How did you yeah, feel? I think um, the thing that the animation, the reason the Spider-Verse movies, I think are, are some of the best Spider-Man films is because Spider-Man, I mean, if you've read the comics, Spider-Man is the, probably the most kinetic character there yeah. is in the comics. Just the way he moves, the way the action is drawn, the way his fights go. And there's something about the way they do the animation in the Spider-Verse yeah. movies that really understands that, that really keeps it moving, that, that, makes it feel like Spider-Man's world and that you're par- you're following Spider-Man through that through that world and not kind of standing back and just observing if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Totally. In the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie, there's a moment where he's like in the back of an armored truck juggling bombs clumsily and yeah. I've always thought that that is such a great character defining moment because Spider-Man is, you know, usually a physically awkward nerdy type guy, but he happens to have supernatural ability in a spider sense. That just means that he can recover gracefully from all his frequent failures and fumbles. Yeah. And I feel like that kind of kinetic in motion, um, active, you know, movement is, is so alive in the animation throughout all the different styles in this. It's, it's so much easier to animate spider sense than it is to try to show somebody doing it <laughs> live action too. Yeah. It just yeah. looks so dumb yeah. live action. Cause it's like, I mean, they've done some good stuff with like the hair showing up on the arms yes. or things, but like just them having the literal spider sense lines yeah. around yeah. their heads and the animation while they're like, what is a little, so... a little Sam Raimi zoom in with some looking yeah, up at the camera yeah. or whatever. I, uh, so how did you feel about the spot? Uh, being oh, the main villain uh, because Great. he's a he tends to be a lesser known uh, uh, antagonist villain in of the week you yeah. might say yeah. yeah that 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 whole him being like I am more than a villain of the week I'm gonna show you I deserve main status was great he's so casually dismissed in that convenience store fight yes that. Like it, it. I I really liked it a lot. Uh, he it's Jason Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman. Is, God, I love him. He did a great job well, with the voice. Well, and let's say that the trailers for this movie are brilliant because the trailers make it look like this spot is a villain of the week. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. That he's not a big deal, that he's just an early villain and it's not going to matter. Yeah. Uh, and instead, it turns out that he is the problem. Uh, well, well, there's another person who's the problem. Yeah. But, well, uh, and you have to ask yourself, like, if he had just been able to get the cash out of that ATM, oh. like if he'd just been able to really carefully reach in, get the cash and then leave, would the whole movie even have happened the way it did? Like, the, I mean, the, because what it really was was Miles antagonizing him and Miles leaving in the middle of the fight and then mm-hmm. him being like, okay, fuck this. Like, I'm going to go be the, the I'm going to... I'm then, your nemesis. And then he became an anomaly that going into himself and like, yeah, it the was The trademark awesome. Spider-Man smart mouth getting him into trouble. Yes. That's uh, uh, unrelated to the movie, but something I found out recently that I think is a super hilarious Spider-Man thing, and maybe we'll get it in the next movie. Uh, in the animal world where Peter Porker, a.k.a. Spider-Ham, is from, the canonical uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man is 
Meows Morales. <laughs> and he is a cat. Well, there is a cat, but there is a spider cat. There is spider cat yeah. in this. There's also Which... spider T-Rex and every one of those almost every one of those Spider-Man that they show in the in the Spider-Verse in the 2099 world is from something. Yeah, you need to be able to watch that on pause. It's I, yeah. like I a couple that I noticed were when they're looking at all the people in the return home pods all the villains and stuff, they're like, oh, that one's from a video game and he's from a video game too. In between them both is a Spider-Man who's like, what, wait, me? That's Spider-Man from PlayStation 2. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and like, there's like the amazing Spider-Man and Friends is is in there, the spider cyborg, the spider, I just... I was I was almost sorry there was no uh, claymation Spider Man. I appreciated oh, I appreciated a Lego Spider Man, but I know claymation good. takes a lot of time, and that's probably why it didn't happen. Because even five minutes of claymation would have taken about five months. But that, well, and this movie was supposed to come out a year ago, but yeah. it got delayed because of COVID stuff. Yeah. So. And the 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 Spider Man from like the seventies or sixties cartoon where his his animation yeah. style won't let him participate in the fight because he's swinging through so slowly or yeah. whatever. I, I didn't realize great. that was Oscar Isaac as uh, Miguel O'Hara, the, the, the super buff ninja Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man 2099. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize that uh, he, is yeah. a, he is a, quote, ninja vampire Spider-Man, yeah. who, the pro- according to Wikipedia, the production team nicknamed him Property Damage Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, Marvel's short-lived and not super popular 2099 series yeah. of comics. I really, really loved, so if you like, uh, let's think about like little moments that you love, not necessarily plot huge, but like little things that maybe, because there were so many little things in this movie. Uh, one of them I loved was they showed people they had, the anomalies they had in the cages. And one of them was Donald Glover as the Prowler oh my God. from the MCU movies. Like that was so great. And like, uh, and him just being like, yeah, I'm in the cage. Like, just like, what up, bud? You know, like, and that, I thought that was really good. I also really like uh, the AI assistant, Lila. Is that her name? I don't uh, remember. Lila. It. Yeah. Yeah. She, the way they animate her, that she like is doing little poses and sort of, it's like, she's like a busted ass Jocasta. <laughs> and yeah. I really, I really like that. Or a, a animated GIF. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, there are a lot of little things. I I, I liked the scene where uh, Miles and Gwen are on the top of the building having their conversation, which is such a spider yes. verse yes. thing to do, where they're sitting upside down, yes. um, and you're you're given that perspective of well, there's you know every, you can see everything upside down, and Gwen's hair is is hanging <laughs> hanging up. Their and, facial structure, they they yeah. drew it like. Them being right side up, but still, there the gravity was upside down. It was amazing. Yeah, her, and I, I just thought that was that they yeah. she yep. puts her hair into the bun frequently. To yep. sh- yeah, I just thought that was great because again, that's such a Spider-Man moment. Yes. That, you know, Spider-Man uh, can exist in more than just standing feet on the ground, exactly. and so that that really shows that off. I one thing it's it's such a small dumb joke, but. Um, Andy Samberg voices the Ben Riley, uh, who is the clone of Peter Parker, Spider-Man from the 90s. Looks like he was and drawn by Liefeld. So, because it's that era of 90s comics yeah. with the cutoff vest over his spider suit or whatever. And it, bulging muscles and all super defined. And he's like, 
he's like narrating what he's looking at the way they do in the comics, but they especially did in the 90s where he's like, well, he's not over there. Hmm, I don't see anything with that wall because you can't just show in the comics. Yeah, you to, like, And yeah. then like, can't talk right now thinking about my past. Like just, <laughs> just like Andy Samberg did a really good job with the, with the voice for that and just taking the piss out of that whole era of comics and the whole clone saga that went on way too long. Agreed. I really thought that was funny. I laughed quite a bit. Uh, let's talk about some plot points. How did you feel about the idea that, that this this movie introduces the concept that uh, there are uh, canon moments that have to happen to every spider person in order for their timeline to not be fucked? And one of the things that goes wrong is uh, when they are when they are in uh, Mumbatan. Mumbatan yeah. and uh, Private Parbakar's Spider Man is they save. Both people, they save the, the, the captain the, they and save the Captain Stacy and they or whatever yeah. and the girlfriend, uh, and they say that throws everything off. How did we feel about that? About did, did that did that resonate it with you? Or? Fits exactly everything we learned in Loki. Yeah, perfectly. Yeah. What do you think, Tim? Yes, although I think it's also bullshit. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I mean, I think the well. I was I was thinking, you know, the way you solve this whole Miles problem is is you just say, we all lose somebody. You lost your uncle. You don't mm-hmm. have to say, oh, and by the way, you're also going to lose your dad. Right. You, you well, it wasn't just, it was, you, you. we all lose our uncle, and then also the captain has to die. So It's the two the, different things. The first loss is with great power comes great responsibility. The second loss is can't Spider-Man save can't save everyone. Can't save everyone, yeah. yeah. Right. And and they're they're both pretty crucial to spider-man's whole ethos it does suck that it was his dad though <laughs> oh my god yes yeah, yeah. Uh, I, and well and maybe gwen's dad too so yeah, you right. know it's um but it's like i think and I, i'm looking ahead to the next movie but i think there's kind of an ind- indication there that i mean i like the story concept but i mm-hmm. also think that there's going to be some yeah this is kind of bullshit that that you, that, that maybe these canon points aren't as necessary as they as they think it they think right. they are sure that, yeah that, you know Spider Man's going to learn that some other way yeah or now because is there a world so right now when the movie ends uh, Miles and the uh, evil version of Miles uh, are in the universe with no Spider Man uh, do you think there's a world where our the Miles we know takes that miles from what is it 41 or whatever that uh, 42 42, uh, 42 uh, is where there is no spider-man right. where the spider's from and miles yeah. is a bad guy and he's yeah. a criminal and he's got he's got our miles right now maybe he inspires that miles to change over to become spider-man so that 42 now has a spider-man, has a Spider-Man. Sure. and part of it is like that maybe becomes the like you don't need to have a canon moment you just need to have like the inspiration, maybe that's how they I, blend those sure. together. I, I think so because I mean the way they they establish that cliffhanger, right? Is it looks like what's going to happen is Miles is going to use his little sweet electrical power yeah. and escape, but but then also what? He's gonna, is a Spider Man going to leave a world t- just to burn? Just like to that? burn? No, because yeah. he's Spider Man. But, but maybe the other miles isn't as bad as we think. Right. Right. Well, because, right. because there hasn't really been a lot of, uh, uh, he hasn't said much. 
He yeah. doesn't have a dad. He's doing this for his uncle, who seems to be his father figure. I mean, yeah. yeah. P.S. Meows Morales. His <laughs> uncle is the growler. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. No. I. I like that too. All right. So one other thing. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, in, well, with this. Yes. Uh, another thing, just to bring it back to Loki. Yes. Uh, when uh, Miguel uh, twenty ninety nine is showing them the tree of the timelines Mm -hmm. the branching tree pattern they show rising up from the ground is the exact fucking image that the the he who remains shows Mm. at the end of of loki yeah it's it's i will say fucking crazy the lila character the the ai reminded me a lot of the miss minutes Oh sure, uh, sure. yeah, the, the sure. Sassy AI woman. Was it was, like, it was it voiced by Tara Stone? Right? No, it wasn't. Oh, it was voiced by. Uh, hang on, it was fuck whoever by it was. Greta Lee. Who oh, I don't right. know who that is. She's um, fine, I bet. But I bet, I, she's, I bet she's okay. Whatever. <laughs> okay, so there was one moment uh, that I actually hated. Uh, I, I because I don't think it got resolved properly, and that is uh, Gwen's dad pulled a gun on her. Oh my God, did he? He did. And that was never addressed. Just he gets forgiven because he quits being a cop. He pulled a fucking gun on his daughter when he knew it was his daughter, not yeah. like, not Spider Woman. Yeah. He pulled a gun on her. Yeah. And I And he fired a warning shot even. He fired a gun. And it is so unforgivable to me. And it is so evident that he was a cop first and a father second, and it made me so mad that then he just gets a pass on that. And that, it, like, it's just the next time we see it, it's just like, oh, you're home? Well, just so you know, I quit the force, and now we're hugging, and everything's fine. And I get that parental stuff is complicated, but holy shit, like, I gasped in the theater and was, like, visibly upset for the next, yeah. like, five minutes. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't, like, get comfortable. I was mad in my body. I, I have a least favorite part. Okay. Two. Uh, Peter B. Parker, with the, the, the mentor, Peter, Peter yes, Parker. With, with his kid Mayday. Mayday. Says to Miles, bad things are going to happen. It makes us who us are, who we are. And he just, and he says like, oh, good things are going to happen too. But it's just such a, an anti-Spider-Man message to accept that bad things are going to happen. And I realized that like, like he's an adult and he's been a Spider-Man for a long time and he has the benefit of mm-hmm. a lot of hindsight and experience and seeing how that changed him and made who he is today, a father, etc. Mm-hmm. But like just... That is such a fucking cynical thing to say for a Spider-Man to say. Yeah. Is that ah, bad things are going to happen. It just makes us who we are. Like, I I just, it's so discouraging and unhelpful that I hope he gets a chance to eat his words or they make a point of it in the next movie. Mm-hmm. Because it just felt like a shitty thing for a Peter Parker Spider-Man to say. I mean, yeah. I think it's not wrong. It's... Uh, that is one of the things that makes Spider-Man who he is, He's, right? He, sure, it's he, correct, but but um, it's not it's not something Spider-Man yes, really. You might hear it from Aunt May, yeah, right? Yeah, or like, it's, yeah. It's like um, it's like dismissing a teenager's feelings and saying like, oh, you know, you'll get over this. You're young, whatever. But like to that teenager, everything they're feeling is super real, and to discount their emotions so handily yeah. is like very unhelpful yeah. spider-man's gonna spider-man's gonna say i'm gonna stop bad things from happening yeah, right we will do everything no we more, can no more bad things yes. are gonna happen or yes. or we we can do everything we can and bad things will still happen 
But that is even mean better. We ever stop fighting is, against right. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of different ways he could yeah. have said that same 100%. thing that are. We're going to try and make the latest bad thing the last bad thing. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's just agreed. It was just kind of cynical. Was there anything for you, Tim? Was there any moment that you were just like, "This isn't ringing for me," other than the the cannon moment thing, which we've already discussed here? <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think because uh, I mean, I mean, I know there were a few moments that I was calling, eh, but I, I, nothing is really. Yeah, that's cool. I think I think if I was to say anything, it's about 10 minutes before the end of the movie. It was very clear that this was going to be to be continued, that there was mm. no way uh-huh. they could tie everything up. And it took a little longer than I thought it needed to to get sure. to that point. Sure. Um, they dragged out a little bit with miles and other miles, uh, and, and with Gwen, you know, after we've, we've realized they're not in the same universe and it's, it's really minor, but it was like, I knew that we weren't going to get a resolution that Mm -hmm. we were going to have another movie and being aware of that made me kind of go, okay, well we're done. Yeah. We're done. We need to. We need to just get to the credits yeah. so I can be pissed that I have to wait another <laughs> yeah. nine months to see what happens next. Um, so that that, if anything, was was a little bit of a frustration. The rest of it, just I mean, the way this movie moves, it never slows down. No, there's, it's nuts. The, a freight train. Yeah, there's you know there's that bit with Gwen and Miles right at the beginning, and then pretty much mm-hmm. it it hits the accelerator and never lays off. I like how often I know they did this in the first one too, but I like how often they're like, my name is, you know, like yeah. Kobe mm-hmm. Brown and I am this universe's one and only Spider-Man, yeah. you know, and just that, it, that could almost, it never feels cliche. It always feels like, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah. think you're the only one, you know? Yep. Yeah. It was really, it was, I really liked it. I, uh, I like that. Oh, sorry. I like that. Uh, JK Simmons, Yes. Is is the voice of Triple J in like every fucking universe? Yes. Like, yes. like no matter what, it's, it's always him. Everyone recognizes he's the perfect J. J. Yeah. James. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no, no other. No there is no other. Like, yeah. I, I, a quick observation: we didn't yeah. see. We saw so much live action little clips and bits from um, Toby and Andrew. We did not see any Tom Holland Spider Man at all. And I'm sure there's some legal stuff at work there, but also I know that one of the reasons this movie got delayed a year is due to other shooting conflicts and COVID complications. There was a huge live action scene scrapped. Mm. And I'm wondering if that was Tom Holland. Well, they, I mean, because we did see something from his universe. We saw Donald Glover. Right. Right. Yes. So well, we, they're not, presumably. Right. But he could have been from a. He could true. be another Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's very. It's. It's. So the next one comes out March 29th, twenty twenty four. If all oh. things go to plan, uh, and apparently there's also a Spider Woman spinoff in development oh, with Gwen. I don't know. There, there, they had talked about there being a Gwen a, a, after the first Spider-Verse movie. Yeah. I could see them. It'd be pretty cool if it was all the different Spider-Women uh, getting like like Jessica Drew across all the different ways. It's, and like, it's, you know, that could that, be really fun. I'm glad they kept the most recent Jessica Drew is pregnant in the comics. Mm-hmm. They changed a couple details about her, but they kept her new costume pretty much, which I really love. Yeah, uh, that jacket and, and that's everything. Issa Rae, and she's great. But also, yeah, yeah. Uh, they they point out in the Wikipedia article that she doesn't have a secret identity. 
yeah. that particular right. incarnation of Spider-Woman. Just like in the comics. Yeah. Jessica Drew is Spider-Woman. She's Jessica she's, Drew and everyone knows it. Yeah. yeah Former great. Hydra. Well, this was very cool. I'm very excited. What a it's, great If you haven't movie. seen it in theaters, genuinely try to go do it. Uh, if it's, it's Safely. Just, it's just so it's so worth it. It is a riot of color and sound. Yeah, uh, absolutely a feast for the eyes and the mind, and very fun oh, to watch. If there if there's a movie vulture. that that oh, needed, uh, that was so great. If if there was a movie that needed to be animated, mm. I mean, yeah. th- this this movie does more with animation than most animated films do, and and yes. that's got to be admired and appreciated absolutely yeah, i i know i'm the only one of the three of us that's played any of the playstation spider-man games playstation but i gotta say uh those games capture the a lot of the move if those games feel like you have a lot of momentum yes like, i've seen like the trailers when you're them. web swinging when you're in fights and you're zooming around in fights i agree tim there's something about an animated spider-man that has this kind of un inhuman momentum to, to the motion that is just captured really well in those other mediums. And, and the body postures, you know, and I have to say, and I know that we, we are running out of time, but I think the way every one of these spider people moves is mm. so different and so unique and really defines their character uh, and the, the way they talk. And I mean, they're all Spider-Man, mm-hmm. but they are all their own. And, and that really... Yeah is is great you know they all wisecrack except a couple of them and they all they all strike their their crazy spider person poses when they're fighting but they're different you know gwen stacy is a dancer and she moves more like a dancer than miles does and and then peter does they all have this this agility but it looks different and again that's something that that they're able to do with animation that i don't think you could ever really do with live action agreed uh, if you are a game player and you want to check out Marvel Champions, we have a box called Sinister Motives Expansion that features a lot of the characters in this movie, particularly. Oh. We've got Hobie Brown. We've got uh, the Spider-Man from uh, Mumbatan. We've got a lot of them, I honestly. I love that Spider-Man, It's really great. Yeah. So uh, if you feel like checking something like that out for tabletop gaming, I cannot recommend it highly enough. And also it's produced by somebody really hot. Anyway, uh, this has been a Geeks Without God. Thank you so much. If you want to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon, we would always appreciate that. People who are Patreon supporters can sometimes listen to our episodes up to weeks early. It is a thing you get at the $2 and higher level. And we are always so grateful when we see y'all uh, signing up for that or even just knowing that you guys are liking our posts and sharing us uh, it makes me happy every time I see that little notification we got so, a couple of responses to our this I and that know. post yeah. give us that dopamine baby alright <laughs> uh, thank you so much and we'll see you next Tuesday bye bye we're geeks we're geeks we're geeks without God we're geeks we're geeks without God we don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. Need more geeks without God? Go to our website, read our blog posts, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Twitter at Geeks Without God. Social media! We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. Do you have coffee, coffee with milk, milk?